Welcome to Interviews with Innocence, a podcast about spirituality, consciousness, and exploring the wisdom our children bring into this world. I believe that our very young children are our greatest teachers. After all, they're the masters of living in the present moment, bubbling in unconditional love, enjoying the messiness of life, and curious about the universe in all its dimensions. The pure essence that young children exhibit lives within all of us. My hope is that these interviews will help us discover, embrace, and connect with the sacred core of childhood that resides within each of our hearts. I am your host, Marla Hughes. Today, I am thrilled to have Kit Carlisle on the show. Kit and I, this was so crazy. Um, My daughter and I um, went to Poland, as my listeners know, if you've listened before this podcast. And um, I met Kit in in the hotel. And I knew she was my kind of girl when I just saw her walk by and I don't know, just, just her energy. And we just started chatting and she just has an amazing story. So I am not going to introduce her like I usually do my um, my people. I am going to let her tell her story. So Kit, welcome to the program. I know you're a bit jet lagged because you just got in from Lisbon. I will introduce that you are a digital nomad and you can explain what that is. So Kit, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much, Marla. I'm so grateful to be here. And thank you for asking me onto your podcast. I am absolutely honored. Um, Well, I am an author and a coach. And um, I wrote a book called Ancient Healing in a Modern World. And it's basically the story of how ancient cultures, practices of ancient cultures can help heal your body, your mind, and your soul. And um, I also have retreats that I take clients on, which is a wonderful joy for me to be able to give back based on my experience around the world and finding healing modalities that that work, Marla. Um, prior to this, um, I spent a long time on Wall Street as an investment specialist Mm -hmm. in the debt and equity realm for large commercial properties. So that was, I can only say that it's just dichotomous, the two, you know, from this very um, energy driven, like hard energy driven career on Wall Street to what I do now, which is bringing out the best and highest in, in, in people in every way I can every day, whether we're in a retreat or whether it's through my book or whether it's through just speaking and consulting. So yeah. I, I'm honored to be doing what I'm doing now and um, and very grateful that I was able to catch my life before I fell for good. Yeah. So <laughs> how did that happen? Tell us a little bit about that, that yeah. story that you made well, that transition. Well, uh, this is an interesting story. You know, I always used to dismiss stress, that stress was, oh, I can handle stress. I can do this. It's not really stress. It's just just a lot going on, right? And I was very, very driven. My 
my basic energy is type A, get it done, get it done as quickly as possible and as efficiently as possible. And I just kept pushing and kept pushing and kept pushing to prove myself in the world as well as to convince myself that I could do it. Um, And I was working 18 hour days, um, commuting from LA to New York, living in New York, and then um, traveling to Europe for additional property acquisitions, um, negotiating deals, negotiating rates, negotiating financing, handling the debt and the equity, um, matching them so it worked, locking rates. It was, the whole thing was absolutely nuts. And I thought my mind said, you've got this, you've got this. But my body said something very different. And I ended up in the hospital twice, Marla. And um, it was, I didn't know what it was. It was a, it was a very debilitating situation for me. I don't sit still well. I'm much better now that I've been through my journey <laughs> researching for my book. Um, but uh, yeah, it the first time, okay, got to get this hospital thing taken care of, right? We're just, let's get, get me back on the road again. And um, that lasted for about, oh, a year or so, a year and a half wow. perhaps. And then, yeah, and then bang, again in the hospital for the same stress-induced illness that I had just been in the hospital for a year and a half prior. So, you know, this second time I didn't do as well on the rehab. It was slower. It was, hmm. And um, something just clicked, Marla. It was like, you know, I'm going to take a look at myself, which was really scary to say. You know, I mean, I didn't want to be in the hospital again. I figured that I could power through it. I could get it done. I, I'll take whatever medications the doctors give me to keep me on my feet, right? Inherent wisdom told me that this is not the way to do it. This is not going to be in my best and highest for the future if I even make it that long. So I decided to leave that career and embark upon a journey um, to find cures um, for myself based in the wisdom, the knowledge, and the history of cultures that have done it for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And I figure, you know what? Humanity's got the answer. Nature's got the answer. I don't know that pharmaceuticals has the answer for me. I just rely on them naturally, and, and it, they'll keep me walking, but it's only treating the symptom. And Marla, I realized that um, I really needed to take a look at, at not the symptom and treating that, but at the base cause. And that, that required me looking at myself and holding up a mirror and saying, okay, what's going on here? And boy, (laughs) was not really, it wasn't an easy go. I can, I can say that. Um, So I I basically decided that I was going to take myself to far-flung destinations to learn how to be me without the pressure of society saying, oh, you're someone's daughter, you're someone's friend, you're someone's um, head of a corporation, you're someone's whatever it is. I really didn't even know who I was without definition of the outside. And so that was the journey. Wow. Wow, that's beautiful. So when you started traveling the world, was there any specific 
country or aha moment that you knew that you were like on the right path because you had had some transformative experience? Yes, most definitely. And it sounds crazy, but you know, I, I took myself with my type A personality. Okay. To Bhutan. Yes. Many people say, where is this located? And my, <laughs> I it's pretty crazy to get yourself so far away. I mean, did it have to be so far away? But of course, <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my type A personality, I'm just going to get this done and it's going to fix me, right? And um, I went in with the same mindset, Marla, that got me into the situation in the first place, if you know what I mean. Yes. I hadn't found the humility. I hadn't yet found the gratitude. I hadn't yet found myself and I wasn't at stasis. I was, I am going to get this done. I'm going to trek for a month and I'm going to figure this thing out and then we'll be all good. Right. <laughs> so I, in that type A personality, I researched um, a guide that could help me with this trek, not only just guide, leading the way along mountain paths, you know, um, but also a guy that had experience in the Western world and who was living in the Eastern philosophy. So I did find myself a, um, <laughs> a former lawyer from New York who left his career and left the Western world behind and said, I'm going to study Buddhism. And he had been doing this for 40 years. Perfect. So you're right. You're right. I couldn't get any better, Marlon. <laughs> and so, of course, I went into my, I'm paying you this and you're going to fix me. Right? Right, right. <laughs> Didn't quite work that way. <laughs> um, he felt my energy coming like a bullet train at him, you know, and uh, and he said, stop. He told me to stop in my track. Stop. And he said, do not come near me <laughs> because you are a vexation to my spirit. I need to keep you at bay. Your energy level is not in alignment with mine, right? Nobody's never told me that before. My gosh, I was head of a corporation. Yeah, you were like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it was crazy. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm paying you how much to get me through this thing, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, so he said, stop. And he said, um, he told me the rules, unless I'm dying, right? Don't speak to him. Don't say anything for 10 days. Wow. Yes. Yes, Marla. 10 days. I needed to be without speaking to anybody. I mean, I could talk to the yaks. They were there, but <laughs> they weren't. It's, there's, there's no conversation. And it was, it was designed, it was designed to get me into a space where I wasn't in charge. I wasn't pushing. I wasn't asking. He couldn't be at his best and highest to assist me with my journey, with me pushing on him the way I used to do in my prior life. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Well, I know you said in Bhutan, these gifts of breathing and basic meditation open an entirely new change of awareness that was nothing shy of life-changing. Yes, Yes, it is so true. And without words to use to express myself, I needed to go inward. 
and sort of talk to myself, right? And as I was told initially that I couldn't speak for 10 days, I felt myself hyperventilating. <laughs> this breathing pattern, right? Um, I was very stressed because I hadn't had a lot of experience with not yeah. speaking, for, especially in an environment at altitude, you know, where if something I needed something, but I, I knew the rules and I wanted to adhere to them. So what he did teach me from a distance, wouldn't get near me, was breathing. And to you just focus. watched him. Yes. And he would, with his hands, he would tell me, inhale, and that he would raise his hands, and then he would lower his hands. And I would follow his hands in the breathing pattern. Right? Like this, up mm -hmm. and down. And it was not easy for me because we were at major altitude, Marlon. <laughs> so it was hard it initially for me to catch my breath. But as I was doing this and as I was not allowed to speak, um, I really found that there was this peace in watching his hands go up and watching his hands come down. And I, I thought, okay, okay, I, I can do this. And we continued this. We sat for hours, Marla, just breathing. And the power of the breath is amazing. I had no idea how much it, it, it can assist us or how it can work to our detriment, right? You're either in fight or flight or rest and digest. And, and the, this constant panting type of breathing that I had going on was just not good. So I, I really think everything really changed for me at that moment. When I, I released the control, I surrendered to what was, rather than demanding a result, I was surrendered to what would be and I just took that program and ran with it, in, not literally, but in a way where it's, okay, all right, I can do this. And I'm going to allow myself that surrender into, into what ultimately became a, my greatest strength. When, whenever, Marla, I'm, I'm worried or um, concerned or in, in an anxious situation, I focus again on the breath. And I, I imagine him raising his hand and lowering his hand in my mind's eye. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's really changed a lot for me. Wow. It, it's just amazing that not many people would go off on an adventure like this, you know, and it's, um, it says a lot about who you are, you know, deeply who you, who you are, but to segue for a little, well, it's not really segueing, but mm -hmm. so let's talk about some of these different, um, different healing techniques mm -hmm. around the world. And your book is just beautiful oh, and thanks. ancient healing in a modern world. So I'd love to talk about a few things and if you could maybe elaborate a little bit and then explain to me and our listeners what what sorts of things they could do for themselves that you know help in this process so i know one of the things you love talking about were mineral baths and the mud so can you can you talk about that a little bit and where you <laughs> and where you were ah yes yes okay mineral baths and mud 
They are so <laughs> I just I just say it and I go into this just healing vibration, you know. Right, um, right. It's really. Um well, let's start with the Romans and the Greeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these practices of medicinal bathing have have progressed through humanity for thousands of years. I've been honored to be able to visit the Roman baths in in multiple locations around the world. Um it's it's been said by everyone within in these countries um, that legions of armies would go to these mineral waters and heal from battle wounds. It's it's written in texts, it's written in documents. Um, and it's it's sort of a, a knowledge within those countries, you know, um, that these waters really do work. And why, you know, I want to know why, how did they know this, you know? They, there's so much wisdom in the world from, from mm. the ancients. It's just incredible. Um, skin, as you know, is our largest organ and it absorbs everything to which we expose it, whether it's, it's sun or lotion or water or mud, right? And, and it's designed to protect us as well as to keep us safe, Right. And it's very it's very beneficial to immerse in mineral water and or mud or put on mud packs. Right. Um, so that the goodness of nature, the 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 fullness and richness of what Mother Nature has given us, these minerals and vitamins and can be absorbed. And it's um it's what I did learn in my journey, Marla, is that it's not a one and done. Of course, you know, the type A personality that mm -hmm. I was, it's like one and done. We're good to go. <laughs> one path under me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Check that box. Right. Check that box. Let's move on now. <laughs> but in the ancient practices um, and the, and of course, the wisdom of, of the ancients, it's the consistency of the activity that will heal us, that right. will heal us, that will elevate us. And at the same time, the consistency of things that do not elevate us can also have an effect, right? So so choosing what we what we do with our with our skin and our bodies and our nutrition and our movement is so important. And so regarding the baths, um I, I just, I was just in Bulgaria with my husband and we were like, there is Hisaria and this is another area. And each, each, each area in Bulgaria had different healing waters for different ailments. And it's brilliant. Yeah. Just brilliant. One for skin or eczema or whatever, another for breathing, another for kidneys, another, I mean, there's about 70 of these these beautiful healing springs, you know, well, we can't all go to Bulgaria or Romania or Germany or wherever these springs are. Maybe they are here in the United States. It's not always um, easily accessible. So um, what I, what I always recommend, and I recommend it in my book, Ancient Healing in a Modern World, is to just find salts, whether it's Epsom salt, if you've got some aches, pains from exercise or other, um, put in some some oils, 
into the bath water. Um, things that don't make you itch, of course, do do a scratch right. at first. <laughs> and just and just enjoy. And if even if it's just sea salt, I recommend to go just get bags of sea salt right. and pour it in to the bath, um, which is an absolute wonderful way of doing it. Um, another way of doing this is to actually collect mud. I know this sounds crazy, but collect mud from the earth right, and mix it with salt, mix it with, with sea salt mm -hmm. and sort of put it together and you can pack it on, whether it's a shoulder or a knee or a hip or <laughs> whatever it happens to be. Um, and you can also put it in the water. Not everybody has a bathtub where they can do that. So this is an alternative way of being able, it's a little messy, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. being a kid again, being able to play in the mud. It's a, it's a big deal. <laughs> I, I love that. Well, you have a lot of different suggestions and sharing experiences in your book. And I just, you know, I just loved it. I, I, I might go take a bath after, after we chat, but <laughs> So I'd love to talk a little bit when you talk about, do you call it earthing? Is that, is that the term you use? Yes. Yes. That's the term. Earthing and um, the importance of that for our, our children and not only that, but also how it can help develop skills in them that will help them navigate, navigate as they get older. Absolutely. Um, you know, earthing is one of my favorite topics. And along with the, well, the bathing is earthing and the mud yes. is earthing. And uh, for children, it is crucial that they have earthing. And children's spirits are naturally curious and open to nature, right? They, they love to learn and to run about and to ask questions. And, and our children can greatly benefit by simply being in nature. And um, one of my favorites is the sand and the sea. Um, it's it's such a healthy environment. It has all those wonderful negative ions and the kids, um, you could take the kids down to the sea and it's like, it's great. It's a whole day of fun, yes. right? And they're they're playing in the you know in the water and walking on the beach, all of which is earthing. And they're finding shells, which I I I I love that. They'll pick up a shell and they'll ask why. You know, they'll see the beautiful sacred geometry within some shells and say, "Why does it look like this? Why is it curling this way? And why does it not grow that way? And why does it grow this way?" And it expands their minds when they're when they're able to pick up pieces of nature and ask questions and feel it while they're earthing, right? Um, watching the seabirds ahead and listening to them like a seagull's cry, you know, and watching them sometimes battle for food. It's right. it's why are they doing that? Well, you know, you explain to them why they need to eat and how it's, you know, it's a competitive sometimes out there for food, you know, and what I love the most, Marla, is, is watching children build sandcastles. Mm -hmm. It's brilliant for their creativity to express themselves and then 
they build these castles and then they find the shells, right? They go and find the shells and put them on top of the little turrets that they built, right? Or they'll make a heart with shells. Or It just is such a wonderful way of self-expression for children, yes. right? Um, I, I, another one of my absolute favorites is just grass, just grass. Just, yeah, for those for those that can't get to the beach. Exactly. Be the not be, or... If you can't get to the beach, um, just walking on grass, whether it's dewy or whether it's dry, rolling in the grass, you know, rolling down a hill in grass, which yes. is, is, is so much fun. We used fun. to do a lot of that. Yeah. Really Right. Isn't that fun? Especially freshly mowed grass. It's got that wonderful smell, you know, Um, or picking. Oh, I don't know if you remember when after after grass is mowed, it's in piles oftentimes. Oh, yeah. I'm from Indiana. I'm very familiar with this. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Taking running and taking a flying leap into the piles of grass or handfuls of it, throwing it in the air. You know, it's just this. It's so freeing. Right. And, and it teaches them that that everything is okay. Everything is is there to support their childlike nature and 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 self-expression, which I absolutely love. I, I love that children teach us about appreciation for nature and how simple it is to be happy when they're immersed in nature. You know, um, I have- It's a, such a gift for us too, I believe. Sorry, I interrupted okay. you. No, it is. It is a gift. Absolutely. They're teaching us every moment that we're with them. It's just incredible. Yes. Um, in my retreat program, it's called Regeneration Jumpstart. Marla, my goal is to bring this energy of childhood, childlike wonder and possibility of all things, right? Which I call through the eyes of a child. Like we're gonna now embark upon through the eyes of a child. And it it's an experience that, that brings us back to our seven-year-old selves, to w- those days of oh, that, the, oh, you know, when you <laughs> lose right, your right. what's that? And why is that? And it's just, it's so such a beautiful way to go through life full of wonder and possibility, just like, it's like children. And I, I love, I love doing this in, in a retreat program in beautiful countries with healing waters and healing mud, (laughs) things that heal you. So it's kind of a double whammy for, for bringing the spirit energy, the childlike spirit energy in back into our being while we're being nurtured in warm water or mud um, services that support our physical well-being. Mm. It's it's really a gift. And I'm just so grateful for that. Yeah. So tell us about a day in the life of when you when you go on one of these retreats. Pick one of your pick one of your favorites. Oh goodness. Um you know it's well from morning morning to evening we're we're in activity if you choose to be. Of course, you don't need to be. The locations are geared so that you can go off on your own if you'd like, um, or you can participate in in the. Let's say there there are energetic activities that bring us to our best and highest, and to really get to the core of the authentic the authenticity of our hearts, which I didn't know until I went on this journey and researched my book and wrote it. So um, we wake up, 
have breakfast, um, go into an activity, whether it's walking in the woods, whether it's rolling in the grass, it depends on the location, of course, whether it, we start immediately with, uh, with, um, bathing or mud. Um, we have, um, group, group activities that physically show the nature of relationships, the nature of our being in, in, with respect to our worlds um, and we help each other through communication and support. And the most important thing is that it's a safe place. So everybody um, must agree that it's safe. There's no attacking, you know, when somebody speaks up or they can't do an exercise or they choose not to do an exercise. It's always warm and accepting. Um, we'll bike ride through vineyards in Italy. Um, and there is wine tasting. If you choose to go, if you don't drink, you can go and just look at the vineyards and mm -hmm. <laughs> enjoy, you know, the, the beautiful views, um, going to see where your mud is coming from actually, you know, in Italy, which is a, a lovely, a lovely experience. And then we come back in the afternoons and have lunch, which is amazing. Um, and then do a, an additional set of activities or treatments. So it really depends on the groups there. Um, I try to keep them small so we don't lose track of who's where and what's going on and, you know, <laughs> where they go. And, and so, and it's usually an even number of people so that we can partner up and assist each other in any way possible. It's really, um, it's a way to get back to, to that, child within that might not have been heard for years and years and years and 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 sort of pushed behind a mask that we all use in order to deal with the world outside as we get older so it's really play it's play it's great food it's um it's mineral water mud sound therapy gong therapy. I, I I love sound baths, Marla. They're just transportive, you know, depending upon the location. We work with the nature of the location um, that we're in. And my two favorites are Bulgaria and Italy for different reasons. So um, it's, and, and then in the evenings, we'll have discussions right. And typically it's, you can go off and do whatever you'd like. If we're near a a, a major cities go into the city of course if you like you, you choose to participate at whatever level you you would like okay. and um, right I, I think that everybody would stay but it's really a it's really a fun program it sounds wonderful well and even for those who cannot do something like that to read your book and get all of these beautiful ideas of how to nurture oneself you know, at home, just just on their own. So, Kate, your your wife has done a one eighty for sure, if not a three three six. Well, it'd be a one eighty, I guess. So, <laughs> tell tell us how have how has Kit Carlisle changed? Oh goodness. Um, well, what would your husband say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would have liked me back then very much. <laughs> oh, so yeah, you didn't know you then. I don't think I even liked me. You know, I was a, I was a Marla, I, what I call it is a human doing, not a human being. I was in the constant activity of must get it done to prove myself. And now 
I'm I'm in this sort of equilibrium of flow with the universe, with the field, with this the ebb and flow of the energetic um, that we all have access to, which is amazing if we allow ourselves. So I've gone from really, really hard type A <laughs> to a softer, <laughs> softer sort of human being, uh, just much more present in the moment, um, much more aware of of who I am and in my relationship with others and with with the earth and um I'm much happier and I'm not sick anymore which I think yeah. is right there right it's I'm so grateful for that absolutely wow well you are a wonderful example and inspiration for for all of us to to really look inside look at our lives and think about not only can we nurture ourselves but when we do those things we become a light in the world for others that's right and that's that's so so important i i if i could add to that light, absolutely I love this i love what you said marla um a candle doesn't lose any of itself for lighting another candle mm -hmm. so if each of us is a light that can light another right? Then there's more illumination in the world. And it adds to the group consciousness of up-leveling our planet and the human experience while we're here. Mm -hmm. Very well said. So Kit, if you could take a walk with your six-year-old self, what would you say? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I would say, Marla, um, believe in yourself believe don't believe what other people tell you about yourself believe in who you are um listen to your heart if your heart says this isn't right for me listen and don't be pushed into something else right because somebody else wanted you to do it yeah. um and most importantly be fully self-expressed if you feel an emotion use your words use your words <laughs> and express I'm feeling this and I you know and and be heard make certain that you're heard and that's important to hear our children is so important you know it's um they speak not always with their words but with their eyes and with their actions and with their body language and, mm -hmm. and it's important for children to express and for, for those around that are guardians of our children it's it's a gift to be a guardian and to and to listen with, with their hearts to what the children are saying yes. in every way possible. So that's what I would, that's what I would say to my six-year-old self. I wish I could go back and do that, actually. Yeah, thank you all too. Yeah. Well, Kit, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And if people want to learn more about you and and get a copy of your book and check out your retreats, how would they do that? Oh, thank you, Marla. Um, thank you for having me. Um, uh, you can go to my website, which is kitcarlisle.com. Um, you can pick up a copy of my book there on the website, as well as take a look at um, at the retreats. It's under the um, my favorite places, experiences, 
um, it's called Regeneration Jumpstart, and there is an intake form there. If you're interested, just fill it out, send it in, and we can have a conversation. Wonderful. So thank you. Thank you again, Marla. I am so honored. So welcome. I'm I'm so excited that we met one another in, in Poland and and it was meant to be for sure. It was. It was divine yeah. guided. There is no yeah. doubt about that. Hopefully, I can go on one of one of your treat, retreats here soon. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much. And you get some sleep. I know you're a little jet lagged, but <laughs> stay up as long as you can. I will do that. Thank you so much. Hopefully, I'll see you next time you're in California. Absolutely. Thank okay. you so much, Marla. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you want to learn more about the show, you can find us at interviewswithinnocence.com and on Facebook or Instagram at interviewswithinnocence. Please write me a message. Tell me what you liked and let me know what else you would like to hear. I would love to hear from you. And if you liked what you heard, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. It helps other listeners find the show. Thank you. Thank you.